0: Welcome back to CFO Weekly, where we're talking with financial leaders about how to build efficiency in their teams, create time for strategy, and ultimately get results. With your host, Megan Weiss. Let's jump right in. Today's guest is Liz Hosman. Liz is a VP of Finance at March Communications, a tech PR firm headquartered in Boston. She began her career at March 17 years ago on the public relations side. Outside of the home office, Liz loves spending time with her family and exploring the new town they just moved to in New Hampshire. Her three-year-old son, Zachary, is the light of her life and keeps her on her toes. To stay active, Liz teaches virtual cardio classes at Health Yoga Life, practices yoga every day, and loves trail walks with her border collie, Shelby. Liz, I really appreciate you taking the time to be here today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, with 2020 finally in the rearview mirror, some of us may be reflecting on the challenges we all faced and realizing that the year from hell maybe wasn't all that bad. Perhaps (laughs) we all emerged a little stronger, a little more empathetic, a little wiser and a lot more flexible. Liz, I'm looking Mm -hmm, forward to hearing your story today and what you learned about yourself and how you're putting those lessons to work, both personally and professionally. Sounds great. Happy to share what I've learned in the uh, year from Helen. Like
1: you said, there are (laughs) definitely some good that has come out of it. And I think ways we can change and be more adaptive moving forward.
0: Yeah, I I would hate to think that 2020 was all for naught. (laughs) So let's start with your career progression. How did you get to where you are today?
1: I started at March Communications back in 2004, seems like so long ago, as an account coordinator on the PR side of the business. And as the agency began to grow, grow, I found interest in some of the financial tasks like bookkeeping, which eventually led to a full-time switch to the corporate operations um, financial side.
0: So I'm always interested in how people just kind of fall into finance and accounting. Did you, is that what you studied at school or? No, I studied public relations. So I went to school in New York and it was
1: part of the communications track and tried it for a couple of years and it wasn't really for me, but part of it was at, at an agency that, you know, does what, you know, one of my passions is for PR and technology.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's a nice fit. Yeah, for sure. So tell me about your current organization. What do they do?
1: Yeah, so March is a tech PR agency. We're headquartered in Boston. We also have an office in Atlanta. Now that most of us are working from home, we have people that kind of work everywhere. I'm in New Hampshire. We have someone in Connecticut, but our main office is in Boston. And our client roster is B2B and consumer tech brands, just disruptive brands across Lots of different sectors, primarily enterprise tech, artificial intelligence, and wellness slash health tech.
0: Wow. Huge growing areas for sure. Yep. For sure. So tell me about your experience and personality and how it plays into your journey as the VP of finance at March.
1: Well, I am the president of the type A club. And I think if you are listening to this, you're probably in that club as well. Maybe you're on the board with me. And I love lists, I'm so organized and it's one of my biggest passions is just to have a list and go through it, but diligently to not just a list checker, but make sure that everything is in order. Even in my personal life, I have lists everywhere.
0: <laughs>
1: one of my biggest joys is at the end of the month when you close out of you know, your books in QuickBooks and the bank reconciles perfectly, the P&L matches up, just did the corporate tax returns, there was no changes, that's like, makes my day. And then when I started on the PR side, it, I realized it wasn't the place for me. A lot of people in our um, agency don't have a tech background and that's totally fine. And I just found it really hard to like, grasp the tech and talk about it. So this gave me the uh, an opportunity to stay with a company that I love, try something new. And strangely enough, I never thought I would pursue a career in finance, but it does feel like it's a great, a good fit for me. And I'm definitely thankful for the guidance I received from the leadership team and mentors I've had along the way to help me get to where I
0: am. Yeah, that's awesome that 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 door opened for you. Mm -hmm. So 2020 was a challenging year for all of us. Tell me about the challenges that you were faced with and how you grew as a person to overcome them.
1: The biggest challenge was working from home with a three-year-old. And if there are parents listening, I'm sure you're in the same boat, whether it's all virtual school, hybrid school, or my son, who's too young to actually have school. He's in daycare, preschool. And that was really hard balancing a full-time work schedule for myself, my husband, and making sure he was not sitting in front of a screen the whole day.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. My husband and I came up with a very efficient schedule that became easier as the days went on. I know March seventeenth, March like the uh, marked the official year of the quarantine, so we're going on a full year. But I think most days I felt like a lousy parent because I couldn't give him a hundred percent attention. You couldn't go out and see friends. You can go to the playground, you'd have to suit up and mask up, and it was just kind of a big pain. But we're here. He's in school now, and we've you know we've made it. Knock on wood, we're all healthy and happy. So. I think we've overcome that challenge and now we kind of know what to expect if this does happen again. If we have to stay home, we kind of know how to manage our day. From the work side, if you're listening to, you're most likely on the finance in the finance field in some way. And we all know that 2020 was challenging, constant moving parts, information coming at us fast and furious. The best example I can give is with the Paycheck Protection Program or the PPP as people often know it as in rules regulations were changing daily the way that they wanted the schedules and the forms everything was changing by the minute but thankfully as an agency we were lucky enough to act quickly and i know some businesses were not as fortunate to get the funding that they really needed so i think 2020 has taught me patience the importance of time management and it's okay to take a break take the dog for a nice walk sit and meditate. If you need to do your laundry, prep dinner during your lunchtime, really whatever it takes kind of just to survive and just to make sure if you have a family, make sure your family's healthy and just get your work done no matter when it is. I think we try to stress to our staff that good employees don't need to sit in front of their computer for eight hours straight. That's not, that's not the definition of a good employee. Just get your work done.
0: Yeah, I mean, first of all, my heart goes out to parents who are still doing uh, virtual and wish that their kids were back in school because I can relate with that. That was a daily beat down. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm sure you're not the only one out there. Did, didn't feel like an awesome parent at the time. Right. And yeah, uh, just taking breaks, especially when you're working from home. It's so easy for work to just blend into your entire life. Right. Um, Yeah, definitely a good idea to just take moments for yourself throughout the day.
1: Or find a different spot to work. I know a lot of people have, you might have a small apartment and your office is your bedroom, but maybe try to switch it up a little bit and put your computer in a different spot of the house. So you're not always in the same room. I know that can get very stale.
0: So speaking specifically about finance, so how did these daily challenges change the way that you were budgeting and forecasting?
1: We still moved forward with how we normally forecast and budget on a yearly basis, kind of looking big picture. But we found ourselves revisiting everything more frequently because things were changing weekly and daily. And we really tried to hone in on minimizing costs whenever possible, even more than in previous years. And now that we're in the second month of 2021, we're halfway through it already. We are still finding ourselves constantly reviewing the forecasts and budgets just to make sure that we have a healthy and happy agency this year, just as we get closer to the new normal, whatever that may be. So I think it's just constant review of what's going on and always talking to management teams about what's in the pipeline and staff
0: and whatnot. So did you implement any new tools or technologies that helped with these challenges?
1: So just before 2020 started, we invested in a remote phone system that helped us work more efficiently while out of the office. We also adapted Slack to reduce emails and create more of a community. We were already using Zoom, so I think people really knew how to work from home more efficiently but this just kind of helped us become a more well-formed remote community we already had a few people people working from home a few days now we just have everyone so i think everyone's just adopted these technologies we also moved our data to the cloud a few weeks before the pandemic which was great to help the seamless transition to work from home from the financial side we just use quickbooks and excel for our bookkeeping for our reporting. But we did step away from a large institutional bank and we moved to a small local private bank, which really helped us get the attention that we needed as a small business, especially around the PPP. They were really great at giving us guidance on how to navigate the application and navigating the forgiveness, which was actually harder than the application. And we're still going through that process right now.
0: It almost seems like you had a crystal ball as to what was coming. You guys made some really yeah. smart decisions before smart the decisions. pandemic hit.
1: Yes, we we really, really did. And I think we, I think, yeah, a lot of the changes were really beneficial to us. And, you know, we have a good team of people, a good team at our bank to kind of back us up and give us the information we needed.
0: Yeah, especially your decision to move to the cloud. I, I've heard right. from so many people that those on servers were slowed way down when when they had to switch to the at-home work. For sure. So how can we be more agile as finance leaders? Finance professionals aren't always known for their flexibility. So how is it that we can learn to relax? And are there skills that we can hone that lend themselves to becoming a more flexible person?
1: Well, by nature, if you do this job, you're probably not the most relaxed person. Uh-huh. I know March doesn't pay me to be relaxed. I'm constantly aware of what's going on. Eyes and ears are always open. The, you know, the PPP application was done at midnight one night, just just whatever, whatever it takes to get the job done. And I think it's important to make financial data accessible to other parts of the business and demystify it. So people aren't afraid of it or bewildered by it because it's not scary. But I think we need to remember that we live in these numbers all day long, all year long, and other people don't. So try to explain it to them from that lens with a different hat on. And I think you'll find that it's easier to talk to them and easier to have them understand kind of what's going on rather than using fancy terms from, you know, from QuickBooks and they just don't know what that means. So I think kind of explain it as if, you know, you know, just kind of helping them understand a little bit better. Yeah. From a personal side, I've always been into yoga and the first day of quarantine, which I mentioned was on the 17th of March, I began a daily yoga practice of at least 30 minutes a day, most days at 60. It's really easy to fall into a practice now with all the virtual exercise options, whether it's Peloton or through a local studio. And I even enrolled in um, virtual yoga teacher training and my goal is to complete it in a couple of months this summer. So whether you like it or not, this, the last year was all about being flexible and, you know, there really was no other way. So I think for me, flexibility is both physical and mental.
0: Yeah. uh, My last few podcasts have actually been about the importance of breaking down the barriers and silos that exist between operations and finance and demystifying finance and yeah, explaining it in a way where normal people can understand right. uh, the language of numbers right and also about yoga my 12 year old daughter is uh she's interested in trying it out so I think I love gonna, it yeah <laughs> so we're gonna sign up for a yoga class this month so I'm excited about that awesome
1: I love that um so if people are new to yoga, w- when it's virtual, you can just turn the camera off. So if you're scared and you don't want people to see what you're doing, just turn the camera off and no one, no one cares what you're doing. So I think that's what's made the virtual world easier for people to fall into exercise because they don't have to be scared of the group exercise setting.
0: Yeah, I'm personally very inflexible. So it's yoga, <laughs> not, not my thing, but uh, it is something I should be doing more. So did you have to change the way you interact with or delegate to your team? And if so, how did you do that?
1: We did. As a management team, we it, We started meeting more frequently and really utilized the Slack channel. So we have one called Management, rather than bombarding people with hundreds of emails a day. So that channel is always going off with new business wins or whether it's losses or anything that the agency needs to know about. We're a very cohesive community and we have six core values that we live and breathe. The first one is do no spin, be brave, be excellent and productive, show up, step up and be human. So as the management team, we were really transparent with the agency which is actually takes a lot of bravery. And we all knew that as leaders, we were going to have to show up and step up to get through 2020 as a team, as a team of this agency.
0: I like the last one, be human. It's
1: right. And I think that we try to always look at people as, you know, pe- things happen. If people need to take a day off, be human and do that. Do what it, do what it takes to get your job done. But we know that things happen and we are all people and let's just treat each other as that.
0: Yeah. And transparency. I, I think that's one of the most important things that companies can be because people want to know what's going on. And and even if it's bad news, yeah. um they'd rather have the bad news than be in the dark exactly and
1: hear it from management rather than hear it through the grapevine yeah. where it gets a, like a game of telephone and it gets twisted and turned a couple different ways just so hear it true. from the leaders and you'll get you'll get the right you know kind of what exactly what is going on
0: so how will you ensure that the positive changes that came out of 2020 will continue as we transition back to this new normal in the coming months
1: Well, maybe we don't want to transition back to the quote normal in the old sense. Maybe we keep this as the new normal. As I mentioned, I made some changes that have been beneficial to my well-being and working from home gives me that flexibility to start my day off with a yoga practice because you don't have to commute into work. Um, I teach two virtual classes at a studio based in Boston called Health Yoga Life. You can check them out. I'll send you a link.
0: And yeah, as an absolutely. Agency,
1: we've, yes, it's so much fun. they are cardio classes, one is cardio and yoga on Mondays and Wednesdays. And as an agency, we've really taken a step back at our standards and procedures with a fresh lens. And it forced us to rethink our work from home policy, which is, you know, kind of a given. And we want that work life balance to continue past COVID, where People are probably not gonna be required to come into the office five days a week because this does work and it has worked for a year. We gave people more paid time off last year because people had to cancel vacations and they weren't able to go anywhere. So we gave people an extra week. We closed around Christmas, didn't make people take their time for that. Our staff really comes first. And we also created a diversity committee to ensure exclusivity across the agency. So we added more paid time off this year around Juneteenth and some Indigenous Peoples Day. So we have some, we really care about our people and we listen to what they want.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you guys really have some nice benefits. Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful that the flexible work arrangements will continue for most people and that, you know, the majority of us will spend less of our lives stuck in traffic and more time doing either personally productive or work productive things.
1: Right. And I think from a recruitment standpoint, too, it opens it up to finding talent across the world. True. Because normally we were a Boston agency and we would, you know, people that would want to commute to Boston would have to live in the area. But now you can hire someone from California, which is it just definitely opens up more opportunities for people to get jobs.
0: Yeah, that is definitely a very good point. So lastly, as we begin 2021, here we are already in February, uh, what is one goal, either personal or professionally, that you're hoping to achieve?
1: Continuing my daily yoga practice through this year is on the very top of my list um, and obviously getting certified so I can bring my passion to yoga to others. My family recently bought our first home in New Hampshire. It's been snowing here for about two weeks straight, basically, (laughs) since we moved here And I want to get more creative in the kitchen and learn a thing or two about home improvements. I know we want to redo a bathroom, so I want to kind of dabble with some of that stuff. No idea how that will turn out. And you all know me pretty well by now, creature of habit. I like structure, organization, and control. But sometimes it's out of my control to predict how people might respond or speak to me. This year, from the professional side and also personal too, is to control my response back. It's clear that most of us are under a lot of stress, whether you are working from home with a significant other or your kid is doing remote learning. It's very stressful in a lot of homes. And I just want to come to my desk every day with more compassion and come to my family every day with more compassion and try not to take things so personally. If someone's having a stressful day, they may say something that, May come across taking it out on me, and just to remember, you know what? They're human, just like our goals be human, and they people can have bad days, but trying to take a step back and just have that compassion for others,
0: yeah, definitely important advice, especially these days with so many people struggling. Yep. You know, maybe you know maybe you don't even know what a person's going through. so right, exactly. Liz, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Megan. This was great. Yeah, I've enjoyed speaking with you and hearing about your perspective on work and life and how to better balance the two. And as life continues to be stressful and weird in this first part of 2021, I think you've given us some wonderful advice on how to care for our teams, make time for ourselves, roll with the punches, and all without sacrificing quality and productivity
1: thank you. And I hope everyone has a great year. It's going to be a good year. I really have a feeling.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So to all of our listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this episode as well. And please tune in next week. And until then, take care of yourselves.